0: Welcome. being a veteran means having the honor and privilege to serve our country and to be alongside others who made and continue to make the ultimate sacrifice so i i attended an all-girl catholic high school from the 7th to 12th grade and i had a friend who enlisted out of high school and you know that's that wasn't the norm because of the school that we went to so i thought it was like such a badass thing to do and so i i thought about enlisting as well i had the recruiter at the house i had my boyfriend at the time and i was ready to sign the papers and i chickened out i was like you know what maybe i'm not ready right this second but it was it was always in the back of my mind so i went to community college for a year and a half and the university that i chose i want i made sure that i had an rotc program because i still wanted to you know, somehow, be a part of it. So I, when I attended Arizona State University and I and I went through the ROTC program, I was already a was back then. It was an MS two cadet because I was a sophomore transfer. So I, in my mind, I thought, okay, let me let me just do this training and see how it is. And by the time they asked, they they mentioned, okay, you know, I'm about to graduate, it's time to make that commitment. I, I went in with the mindset of, I'm just going to do the, you know, the four years and get out. I was not eligible for a scholarship because my grades sucked. And they, by the time I was eligible, they said, well, yeah, you can, you can get a scholarship now, but you're going to have to do another one to two years in college. I was like, "Nope." So I, Paid my way. I joined the army because that was really all I knew then. I didn't do a whole bunch of research. It was just army or OTC. Army is was what it's gonna be, and that that's all I knew. So, you know, I I ended up commissioning as a second lieutenant in the Chemical Corps, um, because we didn't back then in ninety eight we didn't get as many choices as they are given now for females so we had six that's really what it was i chose chemical corps last <laughs> i i chose medical corps first um but it was just needs of the army and i think maybe because my grades were so hot so you know i got what was given to me
1: and that's that's where that went you said that you went to a catholic school Mm -hmm. and the military wasn't really a thing is it because of it being catholic i think you know the focus
0: how do i put this we never really spoke about the military when i was going to high school especially in that environment i know now you know seeing my my there's recruiters everywhere for, for kids but not I didn't see that at all going being in that environment for those six years. That was just not something we spoke about.
1: Yeah.
0: So it, you know, I when, when she when she did it it was like, Oh my God. That's so cool. Oh my gosh, she's such a badass. And so and I still tell her that to this day, you know, so it's yeah. just it's just funny how I, I blame her for joining the uh- army. <laughs>
1: so you still keep in touch with your recruiter
0: no no not the recruiter my friend who who joined
1: oh okay got it all right awesome but to your point like what you said like why did you do more than those four
0: years so i i met my husband my senior year and he had already graduated And he was already a second lieutenant. He was a gold bar recruiter is what they called him back then. So he stayed at the school. He did. He was in charge of, you know, uh, one of our training, which was called Ranger Training back then. And so, you know, I met him and it was almost like, okay, well, then I'll just follow him around, really. Because I didn't know what I wanted in my mind. I just knew that it was four years and get out. But I saw him progress i saw the leadership roles that he that he took and i thought that well then i kind of want to do that too you know i i want to eventually take command i want to be a platoon leader i want to do all these things as well so i kind of just i was so bad
1: i kind of just went with the flow so you went into the military with that mindset of i don't know I'm i'm gonna try the army out for four years and then go do whatever's next in life yeah um and what ended up being next was following the example that your husband was setting in that he was doing things holding positions and you liked what you saw so you thought well i'm gonna try to pursue those same things yeah, yeah. was he chemical as well or was he what was he no he's military police At what point in time in your career did you realize that this was going to be a longer career, not just a four year, eight year career?
0: So funny story that I've never really told anybody. I actually tried to get out in 2007. I put in my refrad and I was denied. So I was like, well, shit. I guess I'm not getting
1: out. <laughs> well, was... Will you explain for the people who are listening what yeah. refrad means? What is that?
0: So that's, it's basically just paperwork to, to ask to get out. So okay. I did my time and I want to get out now. Okay. And at that time I was, I was, I was denied and they were like, no, you can't get out. And I was like, what do you mean? I can't get out. I did my time. And so that's when I knew, all right, well, I guess it's just not time to get out. And so following that funny story, I found out later after I had already told myself I this is, I guess I'm not getting out, I I was notified that it was accepted. And I was uh, and I, and I said, "Well, it's too late. Now you told me no and now you're telling me yes and I'm already in it now." So, I ended up saying and I I knew at that moment that it, it was just that's how it was going to be. But um You know, as I started to get other leadership roles like company command, I knew that, you know, you you incur time when you take certain positions and when you get promoted. So as I started to get promoted, I knew that, okay, well, this is another two-year stint. And when you move, you incur more time too. So then I incur another two-year stint. So it just started to accumulate and I and I knew that that plans needed to change. Like I, I was I was going to stay in. So when I got promoted to major and moved to my last assignment, I I knew that I I had about four years left that to retire. So so your was husband sign.
1: was in still the same. When, who got out first? You or your husband?
0: I did. My husband's still in.
1: Oh, see. Yeah. Just testing. <laughs> yeah. He's
0: still serving. It's been about 26 years now.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. And is, is he just kind of doing that same flexibility that you did and that he's just going to stay in until he's like, all right, I'm done.
0: So he he took battalion command and that added more time. And then he just got promoted to colonel last march so that incurred more time and he just got picked up for brigade command so he's not going anywhere for another three years and he loves it though and i think that's what makes a difference you know he's he's not really ready to get out yet So so
1: if he's not ready to get out and he's loving what he's doing why is it the book stops here at the rank of colonel i'm not gonna get a star i'm not gonna do it
0: because of the environment he's in, he sees what they go through and at this point he says that's just not something that I want to do anymore. You know, it'll it'll be time by when he finishes command. That's okay. it. So Oh it was just it, it messed with my mind because I was so ready to get out. I think I was just frustrated with everything. I had, had two kids, two young kids. I had already done command, I was a captain, and I, I don't know, I was just frustrated with the way things were going, and so after trying to figure out, you know, personally, financially, all those things, I, you know, having the long talks, I said, well, okay, you know, let me let me just try it again, because it's, you're always going to have good leadership and bad leadership and I needed to give it another go you know just give it another chance not everyone's going to be like that and I just learned that that's how I did not want to be I didn't hate it it was just I was tired and I needed to learn to change my mindset at that at that time on what was yet to come what did I want And I knew that I wanted to be a major next. I knew that I wanted to try to compete for command. So, you know, I just, it was just goals that I wanted to try to prove to myself. So you made it to major. I did. And then what? And then um, I spent uh, many years as a major until it was time to get looked at for a lieutenant colonel. I did not make it. And so at that point, it wasn't a choice. It was a, hey, sorry, you didn't make it. These are the choices you have to stay in, which is not active duty. It was the guards, the reserves, and or you can just retire early. And, you know, I I did spend about, I I think I had 30 days to make that decision. I spent the full, I think I spent like 26 days. I was like, that's... I'm just going to retire early. And I was just trying to be grateful that they offered that. And so that's when I retired at um, 16, though 17 years, four
1: months. Talk about those 26 days.
0: They were brutal. Um, I actually did go talk to a recruiter and we spoke about all the options and then how long it would take um, to retire. And so he basically straight out told me it would be better if you just retired you know part of me was like no I just maybe I'll do another 10 years but I I think I was just mad I was heartbroken I was devastated I was disappointed It, it was all these feelings that I had to take into consideration and but then I had to realize maybe this is just the time you know my kids have you know lived with dual military parents for so long and my daughter was about to graduate high school and my son was a ninth grader so it was just all these little things that made me realize this is probably just the best thing to do and you know i even looked around for in-house um where i was already at on what jobs i can get there and i don't know i just finally decided that retirement was just going to be the best decision at this time
1: so yeah that is rough every time i hear somebody share about being i don't know if forced out is the right word but that it's inevitable that you're gonna have to get out in the military Whether it's because of a medical issue, a rank issue, time and service issue, whatever the reasoning is behind it, when you're set on being in the military for the long haul, and then the military says to you, thank you for your time, go and do great things, but just not in this environment, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's hard to deal with. Yeah. It really is. So yeah. it, I think it's, I think it's good that you finally came to grips with it. I, so, I mean, and that is something hard to come to grips with. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard when you say, "I'm doing what I can do to make this a good and successful career," and then somebody else says to you, "The powers that be say." yeah not so much we're 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 done with you right that's like that's not fun to hear. It's not I've heard it before too um so <laughs> it it's it's not it's not a pleasant experience to be on the receiving end of that um what do you so you you gave them your answer twenty six days later now what
0: so then I had six months to transition out with, you know, just go through the class, the TAPS class of learning how to write a resume, get my affairs in order, Um, you know, transitioning from the position I was in. It was just all these things that, you know, six months goes by really quick and I should have been prepared but I was not because I wasn't, I was really feeling sorry for myself. I wasn't ready mentally at all. And, but, you know, I I just, I don't know. I, I think I was just trying to mentally prepare for what was to come next, and I didn't know how. You know, I, I really didn't. I was, I just kept going to work, kept doing my job, kept acting like... no time left but it really was just spent trying to do everything to get out you know you have to still turn in your gear you still have to um you have to do all the the things to do to out process for for good it wasn't like i was moving to another duty assignment i was getting out and so it was very it was very emotional it was a very difficult thing to do
1: so, with that, so this is a multifaceted question um or a couple of questions about this time frame so you pretty much without choice left the military, but you left the military as the service member. You're still tied to the military. Because you're now a retiree and the spouse of somebody who's in the military, and and so I I'd like it if you could speak to that as well as maybe dive however much deeper you you're willing to on the it being tough mentally that you would just like you had just said that you said it was tough mentally how was it tough mentally or not? How was it tough mentally? What did you do to make it through that time period? And what was the transition like going from service member to spouse? That's a retiree. I know that's a lot, but like, what was that like? So
0: it was really hard because I missed it. I missed having to get up. I say having to because that was what we did. We had to get up and go to PT. So I missed that structure. I missed the camaraderie. I missed putting on that uniform. So I I really, I went through a really d- dark depression. I really did because I felt like I lost my identity. I didn't know who I was anymore. I was no longer a major Wittenberger. I was just a net. And then I was a military spouse with a dependent i d card, which was really hard for me. It was really weird to be in that position because I just never knew how and I never really prepared myself for it so um you know i i i really i i did i sulked for like six months i didn't write a resume I didn't really look for a job i literally sat on the couch every day and woke up just to take the kids to school and come back and and not have a sense of purpose. And so it took me a long time to change roles, put on the different hat and figure out how to be just a mom and not the mom spouse soldier. And You know, it was just, it it was really hard. So after, you know, six months or so, that's when I decided to start writing my thoughts down because I did not feel like I had an outlet. I had no one to talk to. I didn't think like anybody, that anybody could understand. And I really wanted the pain to go away because it was really, it really hurt. Like in my soul, it really, really hurt to try to figure out what was i going to do because i had no plan anymore i thought i knew what i wanted but i felt completely lost so i i attended an all-girl catholic high school from the seventh to twelfth grade and i had a friend who enlisted out of high school and you know that's that wasn't the norm because of the school that we went to. So I thought it was like such a badass thing to do. And so I I thought about enlisting as well. I had the recruiter at the house. I had my boyfriend at the time and I was ready to sign the papers and I chickened out. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready right this second, but it it was always in the back of my mind. So I went to community college for a year and a half and the university that I chose I want, I made sure that I had an ROTC program because I still wanted to you know somehow be a part of it. So I when I attended Arizona State University and I and I went through the ROTC program, I was already a was back then it was an MS2 cadet because I was a sophomore transfer. So I in my mind I thought, okay, let me let me just do this training and see how it is. And by the time they asked they, they mentioned, okay, you know, about to graduate, it's time to make that commitment. I I went in with the mindset of I'm just gonna do the you know, the four years and get out. I was not eligible for a scholarship because my grades sucked. And they, by the time I was eligible, they said, well, yeah, you can, you can get a scholarship now, but you're going to have to do another one to two years in college. I was like, nope. So I paid my way. I joined the army because that was really all I knew then. I didn't do a whole bunch of research. It was just army ROTC. army is, was what it's going to be. And that that's all I knew. So, you know, I, I ended up commissioning as a second lieutenant in the chemical corps um because we didn't back then in 98 we didn't get as many choices as they are given now for females so we had six that's really what it was i chose chemical corps last (laughs) i i chose medical corps first um but it was just needs the army and i think maybe because my grades were so hot, so, you know, I got what was given to me, and that's that's where that
1: went. You said that you went to a Catholic school, mm-hmm. and the military wasn't really a thing. No. Is it because of it being Catholic? I think, you know, the focus... How do
0: I put this? We never really spoke about the military when I was going to high school, especially in that environment. I know now, you know, seeing my my there's recruiters everywhere for for kids, but not I didn't see that at all going being in that environment for those six years. That was just not something we spoke about. Yeah. So, you know, when when she when she did it, it was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Oh my gosh, she's such a badass. And and I still tell her that to this day, you know, so it's just, it's just funny how I I blame her for joining Uh, the
1: army. (laughs) So you still keep in touch with your recruiter?
0: No, no, not the recruiter, my friend who, who joined.
1: Oh, okay. Got it. All right. Awesome. But to your point, like what you said, like, why did you do more than those four years?
0: So I, I met my husband my senior year and he had already graduated and he was already a second lieutenant. He was a gold bar recruiter is what they called him back then. So he stayed at the school. He did, he was in charge of, you know, uh, one of our training, which was called ranger training back then. And so I, you know, I met him And it was almost like, okay, well, then I'll just follow him around, really. Because I didn't know what I wanted in my mind. I just knew that it was four years and get out. But I saw him progress. I saw the leadership roles that he he took. And I thought that, well, then I kind of want to do that, too. You know, I want to eventually take command. I want to be a platoon leader. I want to do all these things as well. So I kind of just... I was so bad. I I kinda just went with the flow.
1: So you went into the military with that mindset of I don't know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try the army out for four years and then go do whatever's next in life. Yep. Um and what ended up being next was following the example that your husband was setting in that he was doing things, holding positions and you liked what you saw, so you thought, well, I'm going to try to pursue those same things. Yeah. Yeah. Was he chemical as well or was he, what was he? No, he's military police. At what point in time in your career did you realize that this was going to be a longer career, not just a four year, eight year career?
0: So funny story that I've never really told anybody. I actually tried to get out in 2007. I put in my refrad. And I was denied. So I was like, well, shit, I, I guess I'm not getting out.
1: Well, was... Will you explain for the people who are listening what yeah. refried means? What is that?
0: So that's, it's basically just paperwork to, to ask to get out. So okay. I did my time and I want to get out now. Okay. And at that time I was, I was, I was denied and they were like, no, you can't get out. I was like, what do you mean? I can't get out. I did my time. And so that's when I knew, all right. Well, I guess it's just not time to get out. And so, following that funny story, I found out later after I had already told myself, "This is, I guess I'm not getting out." I, I was notified that it was accepted, and I was, and I, and I said, "Well, it's too late now. You told me no, and now you're telling me yes, and I'm already in it now." So I ended up saying, and. I knew at that moment that it was just, that's how it was going to be. But, um, you know, as I started to get other leadership roles like company command, I knew that, you know, you, you incur time when you take certain positions and when you get promoted. So as I started to get promoted, I knew that, okay, well, this is another two-year stint, and when you move, you incur more time too. So then I incur another two-year stint. So it just started to accumulate, and I, and I knew that that plans needed to change. Like I, I was I was going to stay in. So when I got promoted to major and moved to my last assignment, I I knew that I I had about four years left that to retire. So.
1: So your husband was in still the same. Who got out first? You or your husband?
0: I did. My husband's still in.
1: Oh, see? Just testing. (laughs) Yeah.
0: He's still serving. It's been about 26 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: And is he just kind of doing that same flexibility that you did and that he's just going to stay in until he's like, all right, I'm done.
0: So he, he took battalion command and that added more time. And then he just got promoted to Colonel last March. So that incurred more time and he just got picked up for brigaded command. So he's not going anywhere for another three years. And he loves it though. And I think that's what makes a difference. You know, he's, he's not really ready to get out yet. So so.
1: if he's not ready to get out and he's loving what he's doing, why is it? The book stops here at the rank of colonel. I'm not gonna get a star. I'm not gonna do it
0: because of the environment he's in. He sees what they go through, and at this point, he says that's just not something that I wanna do anymore. you know it'll it'll be time by when he finishes command. That's okay. it so. Oh, it was just, it it messed with my mind because I was so ready to get out. I think I was just frustrated with everything. I had had two kids, two young kids. I had already done command. I was a captain. And I, I don't know. I was just frustrated with the way things were going. And so after trying to figure out, you know, personally, financially, all those things, I you know, having the long talks, I said, well, okay, you know, let me, let me just try it again because it's, you're always going to have good leadership and bad leadership. And I needed to give it another go, you know, just give it another chance. Not everyone's going to be like that. And I just learned that that's how I did not want to be. I didn't hate it. It was just, I was tired and I needed to learn to change my mindset at that, at that time on what was yet to come. What did I want? And I knew that I wanted to be a major next. I knew that I wanted to try to compete for command. So, you know, I just, it was just goals that I wanted to try to prove to myself. So you made it to major. I did. And then what? And then um, I spent uh, many years as a major until it was time to get looked at for a lieutenant colonel. I did not make it. And so at that point, it wasn't a choice. It was a hey, sorry, you didn't make it. These are the choices you have to stay in, which is not active duty. It was the guards or the reserves. And, or you can just re- retire early. And,. You know, I, I did spend about, I, I think I had 30 days to make that decision. I spent the full, I think I spent like 26 days. I was like, that's, I, I'm just going to retire early. And I was just trying to be grateful that they offered that. And so that's when I retired at um, 16, though, 17 years, four months.
1: Talk about those 26 days.
0: They were brutal. Um, I actually did go talk to a recruiter. And we spoke about all the options and then how long it would take um, to retire. And so he basically straight out told me it would be better if you just retired. You know, part of me was like, no, I just, maybe I'll do another 10 years. But I I think I was just mad. I was heartbroken. I was devastated. I was disappointed. It, It was all these feelings that I had to take into consideration and, but then I had to realize maybe this is just the time, you know, my kids have, you know, lived with dual military parents for so long and my daughter was about to graduate high school and my son was a ninth grader. So it was just all these little things that made me realize this is probably just the best thing to do. And, you know, I even looked around for in-house um, where I was, already at on what jobs i can get there and i don't know i just finally decided that retirement was just going to be the best decision at this time
1: so yeah that is rough every time i hear somebody share about being I don't know if forced out is the right word, but that it's inevitable that you're going to have to get out in the military, whether it's because of a medical issue, a rank issue, time and service issue, whatever the reasoning is behind it, when you're set on being in the military for the long haul, and then the military says to you, thank you for your time, go and do great things but just not in this environment it's you know it's kind of it's it's hard to deal with yeah it really is so yeah. it, i think it's i think it's good that you finally came to grips with it i so, i mean and that is something hard to come to grips with yeah you know it, it's hard when you say i'm doing what i can do to make this a good and successful career. And then somebody else says to you, the powers that be say, yeah, not so much. We're, we're, we're done with you. Right. That's like, that's not fun to hear. It's not, I've heard it before too. Um, so <laughs> it it's, it's not, it's not a pleasant experience to be on the receiving end of that. um, What do you? So you you gave them your answer. Twenty six days later. Now what? So then I had six
0: months to transition out. Well, you know, just go through the class, the TAPS class of learning how to write a resume, get my affairs in order. Um. You know, transitioning from the position I was in it was just all these things that you know six months goes by really quick, and I should have been prepared, but I was not because i wasn't I was really feeling sorry for myself, I wasn't ready mentally at all, and but you know i i just i don't know i I think I was just trying to mentally prepare for what was to come next and i didn't know how you know i i really didn't i was i just kept going to work kept doing my job kept acting like had <laughs> no time left but it really was just spent trying to do everything to get out you know you have to still turn on your gear you still have to um you have to do all the the things to do to out process for for good it wasn't like I was moving to another duty assignment. I was getting out, and so it was very it was very emotional it was a very difficult thing to
1: do so with that, so this is a multifaceted question um or a couple of questions about this time frame, so you pretty much without choice left the military but you left the military as the service member you're still tied to the military because you're now a retiree and the spouse of somebody who's in the military And and so I'd like it if you could speak to that as well as Maybe dive however much deeper you, you're willing to on the, it being tough mentally that you would just, like you had just said that you said it was tough mentally. How was it tough mentally or not? How was it tough mentally? What did you do to make it through that time period? And what was the transition like going from service member to spouse? That's a retiree. I know that's a lot, but like, what was it like? So it was really
0: hard because I missed it. I missed having to get up. I say having to, because that was what we did. We had to get up and go to PT. So I missed that structure. I missed the camaraderie. I missed putting on that uniform. So I, I really, I went through a really d- dark depression I really did because I felt like I lost my identity. I didn't know who I was anymore. I was no longer major Wittenberger. I was just a that, And then I was a military spouse with a dependent ID card, which was really hard for me. It was really weird to be in that position because I just never knew how. And I never really prepared myself for it. So, um, you know, I... I I really I, I did I sulked for like six months I didn't write a resume I didn't really look for a job I literally sat on the couch every day and woke up just to take the kids to school and come back and, and not have a sense of purpose and so it took me a long time to change roles put on the different hat and figure out how to be just a mom and not the mom spouse soldier and you know it was just it, it was really hard so after you know six months or so I that's when i decided to start writing my thoughts down because i did not feel like i had an outlet i had no one to talk to i didn't think like anybody that anybody could understand stand and I really wanted the pain to go away because it was really it really hurt like in my soul it really really hurt to try to figure out what was I gonna do because I had no plan anymore I thought I knew what I wanted but I felt completely lost welcome